Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Well, it doesn't feel like Masters Week, does it? But look for action out of Augusta later this week. Here are six things that have caught my eye on this Monday, November 9th. This is your morning buzzcast. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody is doing well. First, big news out of Bristol. The very talented Connor Shell is leaving his position at ESPN at the end of the year. Multiple reports today, including our own John Oran, said that Shell is going to go start his own nonfiction production company. His departure is said to be amicable, and Shell could even produce documentaries for ESPN in the future. Connor Shell, what can you say? An incredibly talented storyteller, oversees all content throughout ESPN. He came to prominence as one of the people behind the 30 for 30 series. He was also a creative force behind the Academy Award winning OJ Made in America and even The Last Dance, which of course was shown in June. Story number two that of course caught my eye. Steve Cohen formally closed on his deal to buy the Mets on Friday and now this begins a brand new chapter, an exciting chapter for the Mets organization and big things are expected. As soon as Cohen closed the deal on Monday, a number of baseball leaders left the organization Brody Van Wagen and the general manager leaving the organization. Omar Manea leaving the organization. Alan Baird leaving the organization as well as others. So now Mets president Sandy Alderson returns to the team and has total control of the baseball operations. That's what he wanted. So it's not a surprise that the current leaders of the Mets organization all departed the team on Friday. So a brand new chapter in Mets history, one that promises to be pretty exciting and I think good for baseball and good for baseball in New York City. Story three I'm keeping an eye on. Jeff Lunau does not want to go quietly. The former Houston Astros general manager is filing suit against the team for a breach of contract. He is alleging that Astros owner Jim Crane and MLB commissioner Rob Manfred negotiated penalties for the sign-stealing scandal that enabled the team to paint Lunau as the scapegoat. And so look for this lawsuit to get more and more attention as the discovery process goes forward. Story four I'm keeping an eye on. What a great end of the year for NASCAR. What a great year for NASCAR. A lot of things went right under the leadership of Steve Phelps. Yesterday, Chase Elliott won his first NASCAR Cup Series title at Phoenix Raceway. At 25 years old, Chase Elliott became the third youngest Cup Series champion. There's a lot of energy and enthusiasm about Chase Elliott. NASCAR wants him to win, and when he did, Hendrick Motorsports extended its NASCAR record of championships with a 13th title. That team just continues to produce winners. Chase Elliott with his father, Bill Elliott, became the third father-son combination to win a NASCAR Cup title. But all in all, the big picture, a lot of things went right for NASCAR this year. They've got a lot of momentum. They can go into next year feeling good. Now, there's still a lot of challenges to next year, but overall, people feel 
feel better about the sport of NASCAR than they have in a long time, easily for more than a decade. Story five I'm keeping an eye on, where will the Toronto Raptors play next year? A report in the New York Post said the Raptors are working very hard to stay in Toronto for the 2021 season. Other possibilities, of course, are Newark's Prudential Center. They could share Barclays Center with the Nets. They could play in Kansas City, Tampa. Nashville's been also speculated as a leading contender. But the likelihood of remaining in Toronto is still very much on the table, according to the New York Post. The NBA is working with the governments in both Canada and the United States to come up with some new guidelines that would make it feasible for visiting teams to travel to and play in Toronto. Story six, Jason Wright at the Washington football team continues to shape the organization. Today they will announce that he has hired Andre Chambers as the first chief people officer at the team. That's a newly created position that will develop and oversee a human resources division that has been needed for some time at the Washington football team. Chambers comes to the team after three years as vice president of people operations at the Oakland A's. He will report directly to Jason Wright. And if If you remember, Jason Wright called human resources a top priority shortly after he was hired. So Andre Chambers becomes Wright's third major hire. The first was Vice President of Media Julie Donaldson. And the second was a communications executive, Julie Jensen. Jason Wright continuing to reshape the organization of the Washington football team. He's hired a VP of media. He's hired a top communications executive. And now he's hired a chief people officer. Six stories I'm keeping an eye on on this Monday, November 9th. That's your morning buzzcast. I'm Abe Madcore. Have a great start to your week. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.